Hello, everyone. Welcome to Confidence Through Cabaret, the podcast. I am so excited to be here with our special guest. I'm Heather Jean, as always, talking to you all about all things confidence and sharing our voice and sharing our message and sharing our stories. And today I am so pleased to, to be joined by Jimmy Clare. Um, Jimmy's a motivational speaker, an autism advocate, an author and founder of Crazy Fitness Guy, which I just cannot wait to hear more about. He's overcome so many obstacles and challenges like bullying and surgeries. And we'll, we'll come on and talk about those because you know Jimmy shared with me that he's a, even had three surgeries in one day, which is just incredible. Um, so talk about, talking about, you know, confidence and overcoming adversity and, you know, really doing what our passion is every day is just so important, you know. Um, so, so thank you, Jimmy, for being willing to be here and sharing your story. We're so honored that you're with us. Thanks for having me. So crazy fitness guy, super excited to hear. Um, where would you like to start, Jimmy? Shall we start with crazy fitness guy, or shall we start with your story, or what? Uh, I think you, we should start with my story first because mm -hmm. then people know of what got me into crazy fitness guy because that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole nother ballpark. <laughs> um, crazy. Okay, fair enough. So where does your story begin? So my story begins uh, when I was getting bullied in elementary school and I got bullied in many different ways. I got bullied on the bus. Uh, I also got, uh, I also got bullied all in middle school from, and they, and they were all different bullies. They were not, wasn't just like one group for all elementary school all the way up to, to high school. It was like, Many many of them came and go, and it was it was totally annoying. It took a toll on my mental health, and because uh, and luckily uh, the bullies uh, on the bus were only uh, there near the uh, on the bus ride home because if if because if it was on the bus ride going to school, I was like, get me off of this hell hole bus. Um, it, it, it was annoying uh i didn't i didn't really tell the bus driver at all what's happening because what is he gonna do tell him to knock it off he's driving the bus uh <laughs> and tell the teacher okay what they're gonna do they're on the bus <laughs> i was like sure there's a camera on the bus but i don't know what that's gonna do <laughs> nothing uh make sure no one's injured obviously but uh other than that, uh, I didn't really have anyone to do, so I tried to ignore it as best as I can. There was one, uh, there was two, uh, I think there was a one year, one school year in elementary school where me and my friend became a safety on the bus, and we had to wear the, these uh, safe, uh, I, I don't know what you call it, it was like a harness or something, mm -hmm. and, and there are different color codes, like one was like, uh, and what we, what our jobs were supposed to be was to keep everyone sitting in their seats and and, and uh, being polite to each other and whatnot. And there was these two girls that just kept on kicking my seat the whole entire time. And so, so I, I wanted to become a safety to to uh, to get them to listen to me. And, uh, 
in fact, becoming a safety was such the worst thing I've ever did in my life. And basically, they did quite the opposite of listening. They, they, they basically annoyed me and my friend like a thousand times over and over and over again. As I that was so much for authority. Yeah. <laughs> and so fast forward to uh, middle school, I had people, I had different bullies uh, slapping my neck, and which is dangerous for me because I have spinal stenosis in my neck. And if I get severe whiplash or any kind of whiplash, I can be paralyzed from the head down. Or maybe it was the waist down. I don't exactly recall, but I know it was something along either of those brutally bad lines. And it took this one principal, uh, I think it took him like a hundred different reports from me and my mom to finally get into his head hey, I need to go do something. And it's like, if I was a parent, and this is just me, I don't know, this was a case with my my parents because like when they got mad at something about the school, I did not know about it and maybe they did this, so I don't know. But if that was me and my, and my if I had a kid and, and the school wasn't doing anything, I would draw a lawsuit against the school. And I was like, my school, my kid is going to, to, to go to school to learn. And if you're not doing your job, I'll get you fired and whatnot. And because like this, this principal was like so f- kind of full of himself a little bit. And I'm not talking about the head principal. She was all business and strictly business. This person was like an assistant principal. And he's like, there's no bullying going on in the school. Maybe you step out of your two by foot from office, uh, uh, and it's like this office, like was literally a broom closet size office. And it's like, yeah. well, maybe you got to get out of your two by four uh, office. Maybe you would see the bullying. Uh, and it's like, and maybe check out the security cameras uh, while you're at it too. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know said any of that to that person whatsoever, to the principal whatsoever. But in the back of my mind, it was like. You're a cocky person. Yeah, and as a child, you kind of can't because you're not expected to advocate for yourself against adults. They're supposed to be doing their job, as you say. Yeah, as like, and my uh, at least my at least the head principal, she always walked around the halls periodically, and, and like, and if she saw something, she she suspend that person or she told them to knock it off and whatnot. And so she at least got out of the office. And to be honest, the assistant principals also got out of the office, but not as much as the head principal. And or at least that's what I saw when I was going from class to class, because you don't know what's happening when you're in class. But that's what I saw. So I could be totally wrong, but that's what I got when I yeah. uh, when I saw it. And it's like. This person's always in his office. And I was like, I get it that he has a job, but you know, what? I was like, you have a job out here too. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing, isn't it? Is it it, it kind of doesn't matter, you know, if, if things were continuing, it doesn't matter whether they were in or out of their office. If if you're still experiencing the bullying, it, whatever they were doing or weren't doing, it, it clearly wasn't working. Yeah, 
Yeah. So how, so what impacted those years of bullying have on you? Well, it got me really like pissed off. It made me not want to go to school anymore. It made me, there was days where my mom literally had to drag me out of bed because it's like, why am I going to school again? It's like, because you need to learn. Learn what? Does it keep getting bullied? Okay, cool. Um, I'll stay at home. And yeah, and isn't it interesting because you know we we often see education. I, I'm here in the UK, and you know certainly it's a very exam based culture, uh, and and it's and so you have to go to school to keep up with the content so that you can write the exams. That's kind of it, and you know really what you were learning by by your your mom not letting you stay in bed is that you get up and you face the adversaries and you face those difficulties and you probably learned so much more than any of the any subjects taught you yeah pretty much and and so what i basically did when i got into high school after getting bullied so many times throughout my childhood and uh, public school life and everything. I got totally annoyed. So one night, uh, me and my dad were watching TV. I was nearly uh, obese for my age group back in middle school and high school. And I was like pretty much near the borderline of being obese for my age group. And like uh, the doctor's always kind of just like, Jimmy, you need to lose weight and whatnot. I got tired of hearing that over and over again. Pretty soon, I was going to bring the recorder to a uh, a, a tape recorder to um my uh, to my daughter's office and tell them, say, here, it's just speaking to that. So next time when I come in, and I can just play it to you. Uh, obviously, I didn't say that either, but uh, <laughs> I was like thinking this. It's like, thanks, Doc. And it's like. <laughs> I always get tired of some of the doctors who are kind of like a bunch of hypocrites a little bit when they're it's like you need to lose some weight and yet they're kind of like having themselves and it's like you first doc yeah yeah and it, and it, it's a do as i say not as i do kind of a, a situation yeah so then, you're getting like messages from all these people who are supposed to be supporting you and helping you and advocating for you and and teaching you being role models really and 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 doesn't sound like there were very many of them doing that no and so basically uh my me and my dad were watching this commercial we saw this info commercial for p90x from beach by from uh, beach body i remember um, those uh and so i lost 30 pounds with uh p90x and when i saw it when i got to the, the halfway point i started seeing uh, muscles and everything that I didn't know I had, and I mean I knew I, I, I something was holding my body together, but I just didn't see any of it. And so when I uh, when I saw the muscles coming in and everything, I was like, I'm ready to face those bullies. And uh, I in my math class, I uh, I saw the bullies, the two at least two of the bullies or three of the bullies were at least in my math class. And I got annoyed because they, they, they weren't just picking on me. They were also picking on my friends at this point. And one of my friends happened to be, happens to be in a wheelchair. And these, the school was not made for being 
wheelchair friendly. Like some of the doors were not wide enough. And she has an she had an electric wheelchair with a like droid stick handle on it, and, and you could barely fit it through these these doors. And I I was so um, and so every time when she bumped into the door by accident, they always snickered and everything. And it's like I like to see you drive that thing through the door. And it's like and it's like hell I can I don't know how she gets out of it because of the of the door and it's like I know I can line it up that perfectly uh I was like try fitting a freaking scooter or a car in there don't think it can fit wow wow so you're so you're you're having all these adults in your life who are not doing their job and advocating for you and you're advocating for your friends yeah and so basically uh, in math class, even though my math teacher like told them these brothers to knock it off, stop doing this, they still kept doing it. And so in fact, like, and most times like he sent the bullies down to the principal's office, they got into trouble, but obviously they don't really care if they got into trouble because it's like, oh, great, I'm out of my math class. Or if I get to, if they get suspended, oh, it's a vacation from school. Uh, so I, I, reported the, I reported each of the bullies over and over again. And what's funny, that head principal from uh, my middle school came over to the high school and took over from the head position over there. And when I reported each bully over and over again to um, uh, uh, to her, she finally expelled one of them, and word got out, and uh, and so that still wasn't good enough for the bully. So they tried again with me. So I stood up in my math class and yelled at both of them in their faces and told them to leave me the hell alone and my friends. And so they tried one more time, and uh, uh, and this time uh, I got uh, like the next two like suspended and everything. And as I, we don't shouldn't piss this person off anymore. <laughs> and like, I, and after seeing all the muscles on me, it's like, I really should not do this. They want to become my friends. And it's like, no, thanks. I don't want to become your friend. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so, so you, so exercise and, and the, the program P90X is, is really changed and, and helped you pivot in in the early your whole life really yeah and it, it, it basically has helped me uh just change uh what was going on it helped me gain confidence and build confidence uh and just seeing the dramatic the, the weight loss it helped me feel better about myself and just to just to show them is like you know to all the other bullies and it's like one day someone like me is going to turn themselves around and you should run the other direction yeah yeah so how do you keep going like how, like what did you do so you're 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 being given all these messages and lack of support and then you've got a program i mean i, I remember the infomercials on p90x it was hardcore how, how what makes you keep going with with something like that and obviously you're starting to feel better and that's helpful but you know i mean we all at the best of times under the best of conditions we struggle to keep going with with our fitness regime and and yet you've gone through this 
what at the time was the most grueling program you could possibly take on. And you're seeing that through. How did you keep going? Well, just by seeing the different numbers on the scale each time when I weighed myself and just uh, seeing that definition in the mirror and just being able to just feel better and, and like I had a really bad uh, complexion on my skin. Like I had pimples on the side of my face. Like it looked like a rash. Mm-hmm. And my brother, like, you know, it's funny of him is that, some, I mean, not funny of him, but sometimes like me and my uh, family members like to really just like to joke around with each other. And so, like one day, in, in uh, when we were getting the weather, getting uh, ready together, and and we share a combined joint bathroom, like there was two sinks and everything, and so we were just getting ready, and like he's like, Jimmy, your face is all red on the side, and he's like, Oh, thanks for noticing. I really appreciate it. And, and it's like it was like pimple on top of pimples, and and so. Once I started uh, losing the weight, I knew I had to change my eating habits and everything. And so then my face started getting cleared up. And it's funny, fast forward real quick to today, now my brother is asking me for advice. And it's like, interesting how that works out. Yeah, yeah, but but such a cool lesson to think. Okay, so you do one thing, and it changes the scales, and then and then you keep that makes you keep going, and then that changes how you look in the mirror or how you feel, and then you keep going, and then it's just and and all these cumulative things add up to helping you to feel confident. You know, because confidence is it is, is it comes from momentum, right? So so you, you just just taking those little steps and keep going is such an important message. Yeah. And like I also notice that uh I just feel a lot happier with who I am. That's not uh and like I I also I also keep challenging myself by I'm doing I've done like I think like eight or nine different programs on uh, Beachbody on demand now, mm-hmm. and I completed them. I completed all of them uh, so far. Well, not all of the programs so far, but I mean I completed like at least eight or nine of them. And uh, I also uh, and so even though that that challenges me still. I took it up another notch, and uh, when I was younger, I used to uh, do a lot of karate. And uh, when I was growing up in New Jersey, and then when I, I, I really missed it when I moved to uh, Pennsylvania, and so I found a sensei years ago. And uh, even though I had to stop for like a few years, uh, I think it was like eight or nine or ten years. Uh, after getting my red belt in karate when I was younger. Uh, it's funny, I found my same sensei again, and uh, uh, same one I found uh, when I moved to Pennsylvania. And uh, I've been with him ever since. Wow. And I'm only, I'm almost uh, three, I'm three belts away from where I last went, uh, when I last stopped. And so I had to start all over again. So. I'm currently at my, my green belt now. And I was like, three more belts and I'd be back where I was. Amazing. 
Amazing, amazing, and and karate or any of the martial arts are, are such a great sort of discipline and and such a great kind of mind body connection experience. Um, so it's it's fantastic that you that you have. I mean, I'm guessing that P90X and all of the exercise and all of the things you've explained kind of took you to that place of being able to feel confident enough to to want to do karate and want to keep going and and you know and and, and keep developing with it because it, it is such a real mind body connection, isn't it? Yeah, and I think the I think the reason why I wanted to go back to karate is because. I knew I'm. I needed to uh, keep challenging myself, and it's like, and I'm, and I'm not saying like, none, I'm not saying that the uh, workouts on beach running on demand is not challenging enough. It is challenging, mm -hmm. but I, I was when I was in karate when I was younger. There was only um, uh, two belts in each color system, and. And I was like literally two color. I was two belts off of a black belt, and wow. I was I kicked myself when I le left, and I left on good terms as as my son say. Uh, but he knew at that time there were certain rules that uh, I couldn't um, do because of my uh, spinal stenosis. Like uh, back then, I needed to grapple and. My doctor said, no, you can't grapple because of your neck. Grappling's like wrestling. And so so I couldn't wrestle. And so I couldn't progress anymore. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to just keep going to karate. And can't get any more stripes. Can't get any more belts. What's the point? So yeah. I took 10 years off. And I, I, and I didn't know if I was going to come back or not. And when I saw my sensei back in 2013, actually, no, 2014, uh, he told me I would have to start all over again. And at first, I said, like, no, nah, I don't know. And so then I, three years later, 2017, beginning of 2017, I started all over again as I, I need to go back. And I was like, I miss it so much. As yeah. I, when you, basically after doing so many different combinations it's kind of built into your mind and it's like i miss every second of it because it's not just karate that you're doing the whole my sensei has built a community uh at his dojo and so everyone's friendly with each other people asking how you how you are people um uh, people recognize you by name they don't just like Hey, you are, and, and like, sure, they have me in their system and database and their computer and on their, uh, and on their, uh, on their uh, login sheets and whatnot, but they don't even need the login sheets to know who I am. Like, yeah. there's even some partners that I've never partnered with. There's like, hey, Jimmy, and it's like, who are you again? And it's like I had to work with somebody like over and over again and keep seeing them, keep seeing that person's face for me to remember that person's name. But these people just like, hey, hey, Jimmy, and say, like, I don't think I've ever worked with you. Who are you? And I obviously, you know, never like ever say that to those people. But it's like, yeah, 
Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, community is is also is another is another really important thing for us. So, you know, that that we have a sense of, you know, a place where we belong, where we have a sense where people respect the rules and, you know, you your school experience um, was a very different kind of community and certainly doesn't sound like a particularly supportive community compared to your karate experience. Yeah. So, it, it it's so great that you that you were able to find that kind of community and you've gone on to create your own community as well and your own connections you want to share with us all the things that you do uh where do i start uh so i started crazy fitness guy uh pretty much uh april 12th of 2017 so just a few months in uh at karate and the reason why I started it was because I had, I was going, uh, when I, when I first started uh, school back in uh, college in 2015, uh, I wanted to become a personal trainer. However, my mind, my, uh, but that changed quite a bit throughout the years. And uh, because I jumped around five different majors and that was one too many for my parents' liking. <laughs> but I told them, like, I didn't want to be, I don't want to continue with something that I was not going to be happy in life with. And at least I'm doing it at a community college and not at, uh, I mean, I'm not saying anything is wrong with community college, but I mean, at least it's the community college is not just a university and then I'm paying a crap load of money and just switching willy-nilly i'm and it's like yeah i'm not saying community college is cheap but i mean it's more affordable than uh than regular university and whatnot and so i so i changed five different majors and the major i finally picked was media studies because i want to be a motivational speaker and because you know, after my first interview that I had uh, for Crazy Fitness Guy, and it's funny, it's on my YouTube channel. I don't think many people really liked it, it because it because no one really has watched that, or a few people watched it. But um, I was really shy in that uh, interview. You could barely even hear hear me. I guess I was like, wow. I was like, hell, I can't even hear myself. And like, I don't even know what I said. And, uh, but then like, I, I, the reason why I leave it up on my channel is because, uh, because then people can see, it's like, wow, he went from this quiet to he won't shut the hell up. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing though. And that's so, and, and you know, talking about motivational speakers, not just like, you know, being able to to tell people, it's it's actually being able to show people that you've lived it and that you understand and that and that you know they can track your journey. That's that's such a great thing to do. So, what is Crazy Fitness Guy then? What where where does this come? What what is it about? So, the reason why I created Crazy Fitness Guy was because people because I've seen a lot of different websites talk about health and fitness and whatnot. And people, some people said, so basically Crazy Fitness Guy is just another health and wellness website. And it's like, if that's what you think, 
no, you're absolutely wrong. It's mm. not another health and wellness website. Where what my website is geared towards is live, is motivating people to live a more healthy uh, lifestyle and helping them to be motivated to eat healthier, live healthier, and just everything involve healthy living. Because like you see all these health and wellness uh, platforms and other websites that talk about, hey, you know, uh, they might go over a little bit of motivation, but then it's right back into, you should do this many, you should do these exercises for the, for abs or biceps and whatnot. And then, and then I didn't really didn't want to like replicate any of that. And I, and I was like, and pretty much, pretty much a lot of the uh, workout programs I've done on Beachbody and on a, uh, on demand and everything pretty much a lot of the programs have this so, similar exercises they might vary differently by the name or they might have they might um uh, modify in a certain way for the modifier or in the video or they might um have a different unique name to it or they might have made to move a little bit harder, some shape and some variant, but pretty much all is there's only so many exercises out there. Uh, I was like, no, I can't do this. No, and I was like, I'll just we 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 really don't need one more health and wellness website out there. Uh, I was like, because it, it, pretty much every angle is covered, and so I was like, well, where can I come to this table? And make myself different. So I was like, okay, you know, I want to be, I want to, uh, basically, my audience is people who have extra challenges, and for people, and for people who don't have extra challenges. So I try to cater to both because then it gives me more content to create and whatnot. And which doesn't mean more work for me. I mean, I like to have all creativity opportunities because then it's like okay, I won't get bored of this and I won't sound redundant uh, because nobody wants to sound redundant. And so I created the crazy, crazy fitness guy because I don't think people, I don't think I've seen many health and wellness websites providing motivation. It's like they might have that one or two, maybe three articles at most about motivation, but they don't tell you how you, how to get started or how you on how to be motivated to start. And I was like, I'm going to go fill that gap. Nice. And you can, because you've lived the adversity and you've lived all of those difficult. So you can really relate to what people might be feeling in order to get started. Even if their situation was different, you understand how, you know, you go from not feeling great and people not supporting you to, you know, you've done it and, and you've earned it, you know? Yeah. So, so that's that's a, a, a very motivating thing, and 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 it shows because this is your seventy ninth recording for a podcast. Yep, that's amazing. That's amazing, and you'll easy. I'm so confident that you'll reach a hundred by the end of the year because you've still got another sort of nearly seven months to go. So that's incredible. But but that's but that's that's showing that you know your message is important, and you you know you 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 can you can rise from something that was so difficult and such a terrible time to being able to 
to overcome those obstacles and do something to help others. I mean, that's just so inspiring that, that you not only come through it and then live your life, but that you want to help other people do that as well. That's incredible. Yeah. And plus I've, uh, like, I also, uh, I, I forgot to mention, I'm also uh, on the autism spectrum. So I, I wanted to, so I think that's what also makes crazy fitness guys unique because, and I, again, I could be wrong, but I don't know how many people on the autism spectrum out there who have their own website and who's talking about what it's like to be on the autism spectrum or being autistic or living health, being a healthy, living a healthy living lifestyle through autistic eyes is my tagline. I mean, and it's a great one. It, it's an absolutely great one because, you know, you're serving so many people, not just people who are on a similar journey to you, but also um, people who who have, you know, kind of a parallel, their own adversity, their own obstacles. You know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, Jimmy, I, I was having a, a not great morning and I was thinking, I mean, I definitely wanted to do this podcast, but I was thinking, I've got so many things. How am I going to you know, overcome them all. And then I listen to you and I go, no, I didn't really. Those were that, you know, we, 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 we have those days. And then, and then we come across someone like Jimmy and we go, actually, you know what? I, I really can do this because motivation is willingness to put energy into something. And if you can do that, then we can all do that. I mean, that's, that's just, that's just such a fantastic message to, to feeling uplifted and confident and, 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 you know, doing it anyway. I definitely have those days as well. Like there's some days where uh, that some days where some stuff that not going right for me, either on my website or either on or working with a company uh, because I work with many different companies uh, because of different tools that I use. And when stuff is not working, I'm like, can I just throw this all away? Yeah. But then I, I, the reason why I, I always say the answer is always no is because I spent way too much money and I've been waiting for my trademark from the USPTO for 16 freaking months. And I'm like, any day now. Nope. And but it'll happen. Yeah, and it's fine. I, I even said to my parents, "Is like I'm so lucky that I have a lawyer to help me with all this because if I didn't, I think Uncle Sam stole my money because uh, it's a great scam." If they, uh, I was like, <laughs> "Hey, you you give us a thousand bucks, and we'll give you a trade bark by the time you die." <laughs> yeah. Great, yeah, great scam. <laughs> But you have your website, which is crazyfitnessguy.com. Yep. Uh, and then and we can find out from there where your podcast is. Yep. And it's called and Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast. Amazing. And is and that's just anywhere where you get your podcasts? Yeah, pretty much every single platform. And I always like to say to people, if you can't find my podcast on your platform, send me a message. I'll put my podcast on that platform. Amazing. Amazing. So we can so we can get on crazyfitnessguy.com, we can get your um, your uh, where your podcast is, we can find out where you're appearing on other podcasts. I'm assuming we can find out what you're doing, what you're posting. And you said to me that you're, you're um, like, if we if we just Google 
crazy fitness guy, then we're going to come up with all of the socials and all of the, the platforms. Yeah. It's like, uh, when I created crazy fitness guy, I knew, um, I knew I wanted it to be a brand instead of just being all about me. And so I, uh, basically what I did, I created separate profiles for me and crazy fitness guy, because when I was trying to operate just under crazy fitness guys, uh, social media platforms and just sharing our milestones, no one give a rat's ass. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's funny how uh, marketing works because people's like, I was like, oh, another brand tooting it, tooting its own horn and whatnot. But then when I share it on my own platforms and say, like, yeah, crazy fitness guy just reached four years old and and whatnot, people's like, oh, congratulations! It's like, oh, now you care, and it's like, amazing, amazing. And it and it is, I mean, it's a lot of extra work because I'm in that same boat with having my own my own profiles and then confidence through cabaret. And then I also have attitudes training, which is my corporate business to business world. And so it's a lot of commitment to show up each day and and manage all of those things. And I, I don't know how you do it because you you have so much going on between appearing on podcasts, having your own podcast, having your website, having all your socials. It it I you just must never sleep. Well, you know, I I, I will. I, I, I would love to say I'd never sleep, but that'd be a lie. Uh, um, you, you know, if you think that, if you think I do is a lot, there's one person that I uh, met along the way who who helped me, um, told me, she actually helped me get my name in the New York City Times Square. And mm -hmm. she, uh, she told me this company about, she's running, that there was running a campaign to, during this pandemic and everyone and she and she told me about this camp company running this campaign uh just promoting other people like promote like sending a message to their loved ones on social media and taking their social media uh that post on instagram and showcasing it on um uh times square billboard and so I knew some of my friends and family members hate when I tag them in posts and whatnot, and I didn't want to be that person uh, who the family members hated. And so I was like, okay, what can, and I was like, I'm going to promote my, my brand. And she's like, Jimmy, you got to promote your message and get it out there. And I was like, Mill millions of people will see it. And I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. But I was like, what do I have to lose? Um, an Instagram post? Oh, well, uh, and, and so the company messaged me and it's like, here you go. You've been featured in New York City Times Square. And it's like, no freaking way. Amazing. Amazing. Congratulations. That is so, I mean, it's just such a fun journey, isn't it? To just find all of these little moments where there's just victory and, 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 and all of the efforts just pay off because, you know, you, 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 people see you and you're and you're you know um we always talk about taking up space and that that need to own our space and not be hiding and not be you know and it, for you to be a motivational speaker you can't be hiding you know and i love that you're sharing that you you don't take down the videos that didn't go so well in the beginning you know you're like i'm i'm here and i and that's motivating it's not just motivating by what you're saying but it's motivating by by your journey and and what you're sharing and and how you keep on showing up it's just it's incredible and it's really funny 
there was this person in my uh, college, one of my semesters. I'll never forget. Uh, I forget his name, but I've, I'll never forget what he said to me. And uh, because one, I think the when he uh, said this to me, like we were having these, this icebreaker in my uh, in the room, and we were talking about, hey. Uh, like so I introduced myself and he and I told him what I do and whatnot and his first question to me I was like how can you make a how can you make money off of a website and I'm like okay one how's that even a question <laughs> and I was like have you heard of Amazon have you heard of uh, Walmart uh, Google and Apple and uh, and I was like, yes, they're established brands, but it's possible. And but like, Amazon wasn't an established brand, right? They started with books. Yeah. They didn't start with everything. Now they're doing food, but but they didn't start with everything. Yeah. If they tried to do everything all at once, nobody would have ever said, well, who's Amazon? Why, why would I buy off you? But they started and then they built and built and built. Yeah. But, but, uh, but uh, what's funny about the guy, though, like, I, I, he, he got under my skin quite a bit when he said that because, uh, because, uh, because it's like, um, how's that, a, how's that even a question? It was like the better question would have been asked is like, how can you personally make money off of a website? And I was like, that's the question. That's the, go the golden ticket right there. Yeah. And, uh and like and it kind of hurt my feelings as well because like he uh because he kind of snickered right in my face and so i used that as momentum and it's like i'm gonna prove you wrong he's and like he, he was so kind of a kind of jerkish person a little bit too because he's like well i work at a gym and at least i make consistent money i work behind the desk and and again, there's no, there's not, I like to, to, to the people who work behind the desk and whatnot, if that's what you want to do, go right ahead. But yeah. you want, don't shoot my dreams down because I don't shoot your dreams down. Yeah. And, and like this guy, I wish I stayed in touch with him just to showcase that I've been on, uh, on a New York City square, uh, Times Square, New York City's uh, billboard because it's like, how's that gym going for you? Yeah, uh. yeah, absolutely. And everybody gets to have their own decisions, but I don't know, I, I never understand. So what, when people try and use their own self-limiting beliefs to limit other people, you know, yeah. I don't think I can, what, he, what he's saying is he doesn't think he can make money off of a website or he doesn't want to make money up or whatever his deal is. And so he wants to limit you by his, by his own standards, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I, I kind of, it's like, if I stayed in touch with him just to showcase it on social media, I would, in my opinion, if I had the money, I would literally run an ad like 24 seven on social media, just like, Jimmy Clare's been in future in New York City Times Square and just keep popping it up on his timeline and just, <laughs> just annoy the hell out of him. You know, it really is true what people say about the best form of revenge is to go and have your own life and make a success of that. And that's that because that's more satisfying than than anything else. Because you you don't strike me as the kind of person who would want anybody else to feel bad. No, you know, definitely not. And like uh and and what's kind of cool though. Uh, if you Google my name and you, if you Google crazy fitness guy, like crazy fitness guy outranks uh, uh, Richard Simmons Wikipedia page. 
Wow. And, uh, and my own profile, like there's this, per, there's a uh, UK soccer player uh, uh, who who's retired and his name was uh, Jimmy Clare or James Clare or whatever. And uh, his Wikipedia page, like used to outrank me. And it's funny, like over the years when people first started following Crazy Fitness Guy, it didn't even rank anywhere close to Richard Simmons' Wikipedia page. It took like three and a half years to finally outrank his Wikipedia page. But then when I, but when I started focus on branding for myself, it only took me a few months to outrank Jimmy Clare. And I was like, yes, finally. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so Jimmy, I have a few questions for you, um, which I like to ask each of the guests because, um, you know, as I told you, I I went joined the the kind of the cabaret world and 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 started doing you know dance and and movement because I didn't feel comfortable uh, to show up as myself. So I'm I'm good at showing up in you know my conferences as my work persona. But I didn't feel comfortable with being in a in a stage environment and and people because you you have to be okay with people not being okay with you and that's I, I admire that so much about you that you're just getting on with it anyway you know and so many of us kind of worry about what will everybody else think and and all of those things and and you know you've you you've been through those and and seen the other side so if you were going on stage and you're going to do some sort of an act what one prop would you want to have with you? You could take anything you want. Uh, a microphone. Oh, okay. All right, cool. And are you are you singing or speaking or what's your thinking? Okay, nice, nice. And if you had to pick a stage name besides Crazy Fitness Guy, because that's way too easy, what would what would your stage name be? Mm. I would pick my name. Okay, so you're gonna be Jimmy Clare. Yeah. Or are you gonna be Jimmy? I'll be Jimmy or Jimmy Clare. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. And I have one last question. What is your your the favorite thing that you've learned? Your favorite lesson? My favorite lesson is to not listen to the, all the naysayers, mm -hmm. and because they it's their own limiting beliefs of how they feel about themselves. And uh, I, I've learned to kind of, I learned to just not listen to them anymore because, you know, if it's one person out of the bigger picture of who I'm reaching, mm. so be it. And I was like, if you don't like what my, my content is, guess it's not for you then. <laughs> And, and it can't be for everybody. That's 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 absolutely um, important for us all to remember is, you know, we're, we're out there, we're doing our best, we're reaching our audience, and we, we don't have to change everybody to change the world or to make a difference. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Get in touch with Jimmy. Go on crazyfitnessguy.com. Go find out what's going on. Check out the podcast check out the content, go check out the YouTube channel. You know, I, I speak all the time to people who are aspiring motivational speakers. 
and 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 they'll say, "How do I get started?" And you, you, it sounds like we can just track the journey and just just have a look at, you know, where you started and and what your journey is. And you know, if you go on crazyfitnessguy.com, then you'll be able to find all of the content. Yeah, and I, I kid you not. If you uh, if you scroll back on my blog page to like 2017 or around 2017 and 2019, you'll see the worst posts I ever made in my life. Uh, and I kid you not, like they were terribly worded. They were, I mean, like sure they were in sentences, but. It was not optimized for Google. It was not optimized for my readers. It was, it was terrible research. It was terrible everything. It was so short. I remember I had this, um, this post that was very short that I couldn't even put two ads in the uh, post, and it's like, well, that's even terrible. Yeah. I still have them up today because I'm eventually gonna uh, revamp those posts, and but since it's taken me quite a while, I was like, I'll challenge anyone to go back to uh, look at, compare the those blog posts, that, that time frame of blog posts, and compare it to now. Let me know which one you like, because uh, I think the current stuff is much, much better than that crap whatever i made back then uh yeah but also it's your journey right it's 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 that's inspiring in itself that you that you made those improvements over the years and i, I and you know you'll reach people that in different ways you know you'll reach people with your with your latest blog post but you'll also reach people by being inspired that you stuck with it and you've learned and you've grown and and you're and you're still proud of where you started because we all start somewhere yeah and eventually i'm hoping to revamp all those posts which i'm going through one by one by one oh um, but i really hope that you leave the originals up well the reason i'm not leaving the originals uh up is because the i the, the ideas that i had for them i'm just kind of revamping them because uh they're not helping my site in any which way and form mm. and it's not that i'm not it's not that i don't want to showcase them it's not that at all it's just that like what i've learned through seo and and stuff that i learned along the way is that if you have all content that's not helping you it's either improve them or get rid of them so i was like okay i'm gonna improve them and not get rid of them uh which you can also say improving is like getting rid of them, but it's not like I'm, I could, in my opinion, I could easily take the easy way out and just delete all of them and, and, and continue forward. But I was like, eh, I'll just go backwards. And it's like, it's st still new content once I revamp it. Yeah, and it is. It's like, it's not like I uh, just, yeah, it's not like I just deleted anything. It's like, hey, yeah, here we go yeah no no you're right you're right and it's still obviously valid information so why would you not want to reshare it yeah jimmy i have loved chatting with you it's it's just your story is inspiring and and motivating and i was 
thinking, oh, shall I, shall I do my exercise class tonight? Nah, I can't be bothered. And I will now, <laughs> which is good. One step at a time, one little bit at a time, you know, it, it all adds up. And I, I have loved learning that and, and hearing your story to, to inspire me and, and all of our listeners. So thank you so much. Definitely. And to end with one piece of advice, we always have what I've learned about something for myself uh, during like I'm, I've been taking a week off from uh, making new content this week, but what I've learned uh, throughout the, through this week and last week when I was wrapping up stuff for this week, I mean, uh, I mean last week so I can have a relaxing week this week. I said to myself, "It's like you know, what? there's always going to be something that we entrepreneurs always need to do." Like in my mind, I could, like, I see all these people on social media and whatnot. It's like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. And it's like, yeah. and it's like I decided to take a week off because I needed to take a break, and which is great. And so my point is, is that we always, uh, there's always something we could be doing. We could, uh, there's always something that needs to be done. And so take the time to go work out. And because if you're not healthy, how can you help other people? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It, it, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I, I, <laughs> people in my community will be well aware. I am not very good with self-care. I'm a huge believer. I'm a huge advocate of it, but I'm terrible for always filling the diary with other things. And you're right. There will always be things to do. So take the time for yourself to do what you need to do, to do what you want to do. And I, I'm, I'm, it's great to hear that you're taking a week off and it's making me go, what would happen if I took a week off? Probably the world wouldn't fall apart. Social media would not miss me for a week. <laughs> I'm like traffic. I'm still getting trapped on my website, even though Google Search Console says, I was like, you're losing traffic. And it's like, well, funny thing is, my Google Analytics says oh, I'm still getting traffic. So I guess you're wrong, Google. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You'll have so much more in your well to be able to come back strong having had some time. That's That's an important message. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Thank you so much for spending time with us and, and sharing your story and your messages and your lessons. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This is Heather. I'm reminding you that it is your body, your world, and your stage. Take up space and own it. Bye for now.